Welcome back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Joining me is my co-host, Sally DeFries. What's up, Sal? It's raining. Yeah, we needed it. We, we legit, needed it. This time we actually legit did need it. And it makes me want to like get in a bed, get uh, in my bed, watching Netflix. I wish it was about 20 degrees cooler. Fall is knocking on the door, though. Like it's There's te- a cold like, front next week. Yeah. Solid 84. Saw that. Wow, it's going to be basically pumpkin spice weather before we know it. I think triple digits might be over for the year. That's a freezing cold take, Dylan. I guarantee you we're going to have another triple digit. Sadly, I don't know. Once once that first, like, September-ish front comes through, it usually doesn't get above, like, 95 again. I I think we got another September day in us going triple digit. We'll see what happens. Either way, I'm excited about the change. Probably ask Dave. Meteorologist. We Dave. have the guy right here. We're not even. Yeah, Dave. Hey, are we, we going to see triple digits again this year? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wow, thanks for the insight. So that settles that. You never know, man. Texas. They say if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes, right? Yeah, that's what they say. So just wait. Yeah. Man, uh, Dave, what's up? Welcome. Chilling. Yeah. Just enjoying the uh, the ambiance in this room right now. It's nice, right? Yeah, we didn't even we we just recorded circling back. We had a pretty good rainstorm, and we had these curtains completely shut. Didn't even know you missed it. We missed it. Didn't even get to enjoy it. It's blocked out to the outside world. That's okay. That's okay. Parks it's probably is, all humid as all hell out Parks there. Parks is in here just causing all kinds of trouble, beating up on Dave. Yeah, he gave me a gift earlier, and it's not a gift I wanted. It was him just beating the shit a, out of me with a pillow. It was an ass whipping. <laughs> yeah, pillow. He fight. was. Really excited about that gift, dude. Yeah, I don't understand. Like he has gravitated toward Dave. He's he's a big Dave guy now. Like it started off as a circling back bit. He used to ignore me. Now it's just reality. Now he loves you. He honestly ignored me for. You think he loves <laughs> well, the stash or what? I don't know. The thing about him is he's so he's really shy at first. Tough one but to crack. But once he warms up, he's like, yeah, yeah. Then you're tied with him, and he he won't stop talking to you. I feel like. Hopefully the the bribe of the Chick Fil A fries I gave him helped a little bit. Didn't hurt, but yeah. he hasn't spoken to me Ooh. since. So <laughs> you got a lot of nerve bringing that stuff in here. Sorry. Smelling all good. Mm-hmm. Hadn't eaten lunch. I'm I'm borderline hangry. Okay, let's get I'm through not, this. I'm we'll not hangry. Quick. Let's get through it. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. I can I can power through. I had a protein shake. Okay. I'm just saying. I I'm 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 teetering. Right. I'm teetering in the right direction now. Okay. But okay. That Chick Fil A smelled so damn good. It, it did. It was good. You looked. You looked happy eating it. Lemonade is delightful. Oh, you want lemony? Okay. Full sugar lemonade. Yeah. Okay. Have you gotten their frosted lemonade before? I have not. Oh, and as a huge, huge fan of sh- frozen lemonades, didn't know they had that. It's it's like basically like vanilla soft serve mixed in with lemonade is kind of what it is, and it is amazing. What? Randy is nodding in agreement. Never it heard is. of Dylan, such a thing. Did you so have good. shortstop growing up? Yeah. Uh. Remember their frozen lemonades? Choit. I, I don't know if I do. Oh, my God. They had the best frozen lemonades. You could do, the, like, just a regular. You could do raspberry or strawberry. They were cash only, th- like, forever. I don't know if they finally accept credit card. We went still, to Shortstop. I think there's one, like, north off Burnett. But we had one in Georgetown, and we would go probably twice it a week. It was cash only, and they did the uh, bag of burgers. Like, I five would, burgers in a bag yeah. for, like, ten bucks or something. I would always get a chili cheeseburger. Wild. I haven't had a good chili cheeseburger. The saltiest in a long time. fries of all time. Saltiest fries. Yeah, it's just like you had to get a frozen like... lemonade because your mouth was like right between the 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 like acid from the lemonade and then the salt from the fries. Like your tongue was just toast. Yeah, there's one in my old neighborhood. Oh, it was the best. You're right. You're right. 
Damn. Man, good times. Sure, I hadn't thought about them in a, in a minute. I, I thought about it the other day because I passed, I think, the one that exists. Yeah, the one that's still going. Over by um, <coughs> North Cross Mall. Wait, is it a little hut? Yes. Oh. There's one down south Red and white. Me. Yeah. Oh, it's, is it right there at uh, Shoal Creek? And, uh-huh. Oh, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. It, that, yours is still open. Ours got closed. Oh. Should I go? Yes. Would I like it? It's, it might be shitty, but Bring as a cash. kid, I loved Bring it. Bring a 20 because I don't know if they take credit card. <laughs> Definitely a money laundering they front. Do? Randy said they do now. Okay. It's on, where is it, Manchac? No. Oh, you're north. Randy's no, it's. North. There's one by me. Really? I, I'm i almost positive. Okay. And they have, they do hot dogs too? Uh-huh. I don't even remember. It's been I think so they long. do. I think they do. Man, I didn't know that was still open. I, I need to go by. I know. But I'm, just I'm thinking, just a drive through I'm thinking that when I was a kid, it tasted a lot better than like. Oh, I'm sure. What, what it probably is now, which is probably yep. a shitty burger joint. Just for the nostalgic factor, yeah. I, I got one. By. I got one down south. Get wow. a get a frozen lemonade. Also, I I like how I I did this to myself by just complaining about how hungry I was, and now we're just talking about <laughs> looking at the menu, hamburgers, and now I'm just torturing. This is just <laughs> hell, man. What's up? Uh, well, we have a podcast to get to. Yeah. Before we get to the questions, the hotline number eight 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 three six two mail m a i l. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in. There's a link in our Twitter bio, at Mailin Podcast. We have seven questions today, four of which are voicemails. Let's jump right in, Dave, if you are ready. Howdy, fellas. Which group of people across all of history had the most drip? I say it's the pirates. <laughs> well, my girlfriend says it's the ancient Japanese. Would love y'all's takes. Okay. I've had a minute to think about this. I know I kind of gave this to y'all late. So you haven't had as much time to think about it as me. Um, I love the pirate take. A lot of drip. The puffy shirt with the, um, you know, and the the hats and the, uh-huh. the eye patch. I, I know that was out of necessity mostly, not just like an accessory. But Love a hook arm. Love that. <laughs> love a peg leg. Uh, pirates had a lot of drip, man. Um, but it was like shabby drip. It's not like. Yeah, it was. You're right. It was scummy drip. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't dapper drip. It wasn't like uh, early twentieth century London drip, you know. Correct. Which is I I don't know like Peaky Blinders. That that's some drip. Like even just like going like to the to the store, they they got dressed up like that. I feel like Peaky Blinders era, you know. Yeah. No, Tommy. Well, you like everyone wore suits, prohibition like suits, and prohibition stuff. era, right? Yeah. Right. Newsboy cap. Yeah, that that's crazy drip. Yeah. Uh, ancient Egyptians they had all the that very, was gonna be mine. Very gaudy. That was that was one of mine too. Gaudy drip, just doing a lot. But they showed a lot of skin. I feel like. Yeah. Or are you thinking of like Grecians? I don't. I don't know why. Maybe maybe they didn't. I don't know. I just feel like. I don't know. I could be just thinking of uh, modern depictions of the, the ancient Egyptians, instead of like uh, I guess hieroglyphics and whatnot. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but um, that yeah, they did. The drip was there. Sure. Big baby drip gods. Right. Ancient Japanese. Babylonians. Yeah. Don't sleep on the Babylonians. I mean, I think if you look at a lot of ancient cultures, there's like, because what we are seeing is all of, you know, the the most wealthy people, their stories got told. They have the coolest stuff. You're not like thinking about the peasants. You know, when you go to a museum and you see all the crown jewels and stuff, you don't like right. see stuff about the peasants that they like literally use to like build their castles but we've gone through eras where people dressed up 
more than people do now. Correct. Everyone dresses like shit today. Yeah. I wouldn't say like 2020, we've got a lot of drip. No. Look at Adam Sandler. I mean, he just wears <laughs> long ass basketball shorts yeah. everywhere. Like the, the streetwear um, fad, I'm not, I, I, I'm not on board with it. It's, it, looks, it looks terrible. I have an answer that I just thought of. I'm going to go with the Zoot Suiters. Okay. Ooh, the Zoot Suit Riot. So like the what, like 50s? No, that was like in the 20s. Okay, you're right. The so Roaring 20s. I listened to a podcast this, about this the other day. So Zoot Suits originated in like... Why did I say 50s? I don't know. That's uh, very stupid. Uh, poodle skirts. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But like originated in New York City. And then the podcast was about the Zoot Suit Riots actually. But it was about young Mexican Americans who wore Zoot Suits. Like 13 year olds in full out decked out suits. So you either got one custom made or if you weren't like didn't have the money you would buy a suit that was like two to three times too big for you and then have a tailor bring it in so it was like these um blazers jackets that were like to these people's knees and then they had these giant parachute pants that like came in at the cuff like on their ankle and th- these people were just walking around like zoot suits all day long i'm like i yeah if i see a person in a suit today I'm like, well, that person's going to like a hardcore business meeting or like no one has flair anymore. Definitely not in Austin. I just feel like, especially since COVID hit, people are just not even trying anymore. If I see someone in a suit today, I think that either going to some like formal function or it's a lawyer that's got, that has to be in court or something. Right. Yeah. You just don't see see him as much. And they're a pain in the ass to wear and to to put on. Like they, They stink. I feel bad for people who have to wear them every day to work. Like that's not fun. And they're expensive as hell. Remember when people used to just dress up to go on planes and now people just wear oh. pajamas? Like when I was a kid, my like dad jacket. was like, no, we're dressing up. You're getting yeah. on an airplane. Like, I still don't think, I still don't just, fly in shorts. I, I just want to put yeah, that out dad, there. Dad, we're going to, we're going to Dustin, Florida. Like, why, why am I getting dressed up? I don't get it. I don't know. And now you got like people just in full on like, I'm with stupid T-shirts, like on a bachelor party, yeah, like who are yeah. also in like. Are people in like finals drip? Flip flops, wearing like sweatpants and like pajamas, Rest. basically. What are you yeah. doing? Let me add. I like. Uh, don't forget about the Swiss guard drip. Okay. The the Pope, the Pope's yeah. guard. Sure. They've been doing that since like the 1500s, and I don't think it's changed much at all. And they they kind of look like court jesters, but like, <laughs> there's just something about it that's just swag on a trillion. <laughs> You know what was very anti-swag was uh, like the 18th century powder wig thing. Just the worst. What's that shit? True trash. I don't doing? know. Just weird. Wasn't it something to do with? Uh, it had a it STD? had a purpose. Like I, I really think there was something like it was used like to. Like syphilis. I thought it was because they just had nasty hair. No. I thought it was because they had bugs. So Ooh. I don't know. Look Freaking it up. Gross. I don't know enough about like. King Louis. Wore it to cover his premature balding. Oh. Okay. Like, I don't know enough about ancient Japanese, but I got to assume, like, we're probably dealing with some pretty heavy drip. Oh, yeah. That's drip city. Yeah. Fine silks and fabrics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ornate. Yeah, this is good. This I would listen to a podcast just kind of going through the fits. Ancient through drip. The years. We ancient don't know drip. enough about this, that works. this subject. Ancient drip is a good name for a pod. Ancient drip. We don't know dude. enough, but that, we, we're forgetting some great ones, I'm sure. Yeah. But we, there's some. 
there's some very high high points in fashion, but like we said, there's always some low points to counteract that. Yeah. So like when you've got your, you know, I mean, look at like '90s grunge. You could even say that was like a high point in fashion if you're like a true yeah fashion lover. But to me, that's how do you feel about on men suits that where the pant leg is just like super short. It shows all kinds of ankle and stuff. Like capri pants? Kinda, not not like, not up around the knee. I'm talking like lower. They cut off like lower to mid shin. I would call that a capri. You're thinking of the Bermuda short, which is at the knee. Oh, the oh, hell no. Bermuda shorts are. The awful. Last time I went to go buy a suit, every guy who worked there had what I'm talking about. Well, so isn't it called like a full break, it. a half break, a no break, or whatever? Because it's talking about how long your pant is. I'm that... talking like six inches of of ankle showing, like short. I don't mind like ankle pants. Like I don't mind. I think Will's when he got his tux, he was at like a. I don't know what the correct term is, but he his like didn't even go over his shoe, which yeah. I didn't mind. But like, yeah, you're right. There's they tried people... to sell me hard on it when I went in there, and I think I was kind of rude. With, I was just very emphatic about, like, absolutely not. I will not wear that. And they're like, okay. This is it. a different question, but kind of the same. Are you on the uh, baseball pants at the knee with the high socks, or are you your full length baseball pants? I was always a high a high sock guy when I played. Uh, modern day, it's different. Now that's very rare to see. I feel like it's all full length. It's all pretty much all full length. Now. I feel like that started when I was in high school. But if some of these teams that have like super dope stirrup socks, I don't know if you know what those are, stir- stirrups. Uh-huh. Um, the Cardinals, I think, have a, a good looking one. Then I would be very tempted to go high sock just to show them off because they're, they're tight. Yeah. I don't know. We used to wear like not stirrup socks, but stirrup like tights and stuff for dance. Yeah. Ancient drip. It's a good question. I'd like to see uh, Club I need Cool to go. answer that. Yeah, as well. that's a great. That's a great question. We for should Club have pitched cool. this to them. Really, <laughs> I'm sure Barrett could school us. He's probably like, "That's wrong. You're wrong He's on that." He's gonna be shaking his head listening to this segment. Pulling Sorry, his hair Barrett. out, his luscious flow out. Yeah, or you could just shave it off with Manscaped. Wow, <laughs> he did it for me, folks. You know what? I've been unveiling my summer bod like at the pool lately. Yeah, people have noticed it. Even though it's what August, it's fine. Because our pool's open through October. I don't know if you got that email. And it stays very hot here for a long time. Very hot. We don't know. Maybe triple digit again. Maybe. We don't know for sure. But Manscaped, it's something you need. It's here to ensure your post-quarantine body is ready for the wild. You can't be the guy out there with a bear rug on your chest, Dylan. No, I, look, I admit, I, I take the tops off my chest hair. Just trim it up a little bit. Me too. Make it look a little I'm, more even. The nip, like if you have like, if you're one of those guys who has like, you know, patchy chest hair or like you have like the excess long nipple hair, you got to trim that off. That's a bad look. And you Not don't want to do it with scissors. Do it with Manscaped. Uh, we were talking the other day about how, how good a nice sculpted shaved chest looks. Makes your, makes your pecs pop. It makes you, yeah, it like takes off like 1% body fat. Like to the eye, yeah. if, if you if you trim it up right, and Manscaped, they're here to help you level up your full body grooming game, and I do mean full body. They forever changed the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. It's the best trimmer on the market. I use it probably weekly. Maybe every couple weeks, depending on if I've got something to do. It's a third-generation trimmer. Features the skin-safe tech. 
to reduce manscaping accidents. I've been lucky. I have not had any manscaping accidents so far. How about you? Oh, it's pretty accident proof. Yeah. It's pretty dummy proof. Pretty dummy proof, which is huge for us. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough, Dylan. You ever done that? That's a funny move. No, but I have a, I have a buddy who used to do stuff like that. Oh, at formal? Uh, no. Oh, okay. He was in high school, and like he, he would, he thought it was funny. You know, it is funny. It's a baseball guy thing. It is a baseball guy thing. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. That is a great point. With the netting and some of these, you know what I mean, like swim trunks. It's just you gotta have downstairs. Yeah, they got the Crop Reviver, the Testy Toner. That's huge. For a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value add, might I add, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code ROSIE at manscaped.com. So you get the two free gifts. You get 20% off free shipping, code ROSIE, R-O-S-I-E, at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. That's huge. Check it out. Trim your chesticles with the besticles, it says here. <laughs> yeah. You got it. How could I forget that? I don't know. Trim your... Let me see your chesticles. Uh, okay. Let's wait until after the show. You want to do a voicemail? Yeah. What's up, squad? I was just wondering, when you guys have something going on in your personal life, how do you guys check that out the door going into work? Obviously, that would be something that is going to be harder for you guys because you're dealing sort of with the public all the time, but how do you guys kind of keep that either to yourself or under wraps? So it doesn't become like part of the podcast. Thanks. All right. How do we check our personal problems at the door before we start recording? Uh, decent question. Um, it's funny. I can like go back and listen to episodes, and I know that like oh, I was not in a good mood that day. Or, like yeah. I was dealing with some shit because I'm just like off my game. Or I'm like extra quiet that that day. Or I just I don't know. My energy's down. I can just tell. And I like like. Yeah, I probably didn't do a good job of clearing my head before going in there. But one thing we do a good job of, we come in here, we're not in a hurry. We come here, we sit down, and we just start, like, bullshitting for sometimes up to an hour, actually, before we actually hit the record button. Or watching David Blaine. Or watch David Blaine uh, ascend via balloon to 25,000 feet above sea level and then plummet to earth. Uh, but, yeah, we, we come in here and we just, like... We just like vent or bullshit or talk about funny things that happen, and it just kind of helps me to forget about other stuff. I find it extremely helpful. Like, I'll come in here in a bad mood, and by the time we start recording, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. That's really helpful for me. Um, but also, I've been through like life episodes where it's just been <laughs> pretty much impossible. You know, like my divorce, for example, really affected my mood, and it, it carried over to work big time and you can you can go back and listen and you can be like yeah he was in a weird place uh so it's tough at times but if it's like if it's not a big deal then i can usually work it out in studio before we go i don't know yeah i mean when i was in school i feel like people knew that i was exhausted or pissed off it's it's <laughs> like you're like you said it's it's easy it's easier to let like the small stuff slide and just yeah. fast it than it is the big life changes that are going on where you're just like, I can't even think about anything else right now. Yeah. Like you, how you normally would be at a job, you know, like if there's something that's taking up your entire mental capacity, it's hard to turn that off. There are people in media slash entertainment who do this, not podcasting, but they're on TV or whatever. 
who are just on every single day and those people are just wired but differently They're i also think some of those day. people aren't different as personal as y'all you know what i'm saying True. like if you're a tv presenter you're not talking about your personal life whereas like on circling back and stuff y'all talk about stuff that happens to you every day so it's a little yeah. easier to blur that line good point but yeah i don't know i mean i did get told one time that i was crossing my arms too much that it came off on video and i have mm. to admit i was just doing that because i'm really cold in here today are y'all really? not cold i'm, I'm like too, freezing so i'm just doing I'm this because i'm like it's a little warm yeah i do too <laughs> maybe i have covid I'm just it's kidding. funny you say that someone can make a comment on t social media or reddit or whatever right it's just one person and it's just they they say like oh dylan says this too much or does this too much or he's like right and that one comment even if no one agrees with it will stick in my head Same. and i will never forget it and it will always cross my mind when i do it again someone recently said i say the word sure a lot on circling back like if david will makes a point i go sure sure yeah and they said that i'm like oh my god i do say that a lot it's just a like a natural response to well do y'all listen to the podcast back uh, anymore not not sometimes if i know that we actually the way we really nail an episode i'll listen to it yeah uh, but most of the time i don't sorry i have the little lemonade went down the wrong be quiet out there now. yeah i uh i don't listen as much as i used to i listen to too much dip because we're only like seven through subscribe five stars check us out um but i don't listen to circling back as much but yeah what dylan said we come in here usually talk for 30 minutes 45 minutes maybe an hour and uh yeah you just kind of get into a groove start talking about stuff that you're comfortable talking about and then you just hit record the rest is history yeah i just texted brett that said uh please tell parks to be quiet brett's out there with parks and i don't know what he's talking about so. sounds like he's showing him karate moves <laughs> unbelievable he is pumped up he, he's he's on one today. i'm the captain what did he say he's, i'm the team leader i'm the team yeah he's, he was in there playing uh warzone <laughs> and he was the team leader. i'm the team leader <laughs> somebody was getting in for a surprise i went in there and it said he was spectating so he obviously he got smoked by somebody someone and he was just watching someone else play that's not what you want if you're Tough. a team leader no not a good team leader <laughs> um all right let's do the let's do the next one it is also a voicemail what's up gang i feel like there hasn't been an update on the when it's okay to, or if it is okay to uh date your boss's daughter um yeah and it's a pretty like social like work environment so probably gonna be seen that's a lot uh, <laughs> all right uh let me know um, I'm pretty high right now as well. Dorn, smoke something, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could tell this dude was in an altered state. Oh yeah. my gosh. Talk about being on one. Jeez, dude. Love that. Not tactical at all. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and keep this short. I don't think it's it's okay to date your boss's daughter. Too many things can go bad, can go wrong, and it could cost you your job. Unless it's a job you don't care about, then it might be worth the risk. But if it's a job you want to keep. I would just not go there. Unless, I you actually, have, unless you have just like some weirdly close relationship with him and his family, then right. it might be different. But that's a rare circumstance. So we have a friend, one of Will and my friends, that, uh, and she's actually, the girl is also my friend, are dating, and he, he worked for her dad. But they, he quit that job, and then he started dating my okay. friend publicly was it because right. of that or just no, coincidentally he coincidentally so he knew her okay 
because he worked for her dad. That's fine. And then they he left that job and like went to do something else, like amicable leave, and now they're dating. And like I could see in the future him going back and working that job, you know? Yeah. But I agree with you. This is probably not a smart call. Because just think, even if something like as harmless as like a, a an argument or a fight right. that ups- has her upset and she vents to her parents about it or something like that. And then or opposite. He'll just, he'll just know too much of your business. Right. Or opposite, like you're upset and you vent to the girlfriend slash daughter that like this is happening at the company and then she goes and tells her dad. Yeah. And you don't want to like seem like you're blabber mouthing about the whole company. Right. You know? Yeah. I just don't think it's a good idea. And if something really bad happens in a relationship, there's cheating involved or something like that, I mean, you kiss your job goodbye. You're, you're, yeah. you're toast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it is a risky proposition. Yeah. Did we have a call like this? Like somebody... Well, he, of, he made it sound like that. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure we've, we've done something similar. I'm, I'm just very curious. We've had there's... a ton of calls about just dating within your, like your coworkers. Yeah. Right. Which is risky in itself, but this is an, another level of risk. I think, yeah, I think. Yeah, one that I don't think that he should take. Yeah, unless it's a, a a job that you don't care about, or it's like a seasonal thing, and you're gonna move on soon. I don't know. I just right. If you want to keep the job, then stay away. Keep it on the down low. That's what they would say. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's go to the next one, Dave. Hey, gang. Hope this finds you well. I've worked in politics for years and I'm based in Texas doing remote work for the remainder of the year. I'm a neutral and considerate person, but the nature of the party that I work for and cannot switch from is very divisive currently. This has impacted my dating life heavily when the where do you work question pops up. Upon knowing my work, they begin to lose interest. It's almost like a surprise to them that based off my appearance as well. Oh, okay. I've always tiptoed around talking about work and refused to discuss any divisive current event as to not lose my date's interest. Partners, differing opinions do not bother me at all, but I do know that conflicting beliefs bother others. Should I continue avoiding the topic or do I tell white lies until I know they're comfortable with me enough to discuss my job? I wish you all the best. Longtime listener, returning writer. We met this guy Mm -hmm. in Dallas. You know who he is. Okay. Um, yeah, it's how weird is it that like supporting? I think it's obvious a guy works for the GOP, right? How weird is it that to like support our president is a red flag to some people? Like it's our president, and yet it's just like, oh, you like him? It's just weird. Yeah. Right. It's not not ideal. Um, a lot of people though, you know. This might sound crazy. Just because you work for a particular party or a, um, somebody in politics, it doesn't mean that's your politics. Right. To right. a lot of people, it's just a job. Get in the door. I, that might that that might short circuit some people and sound weird. But as somebody who, yeah, I mean, I interned sure. in politics in college, and and like that was, it wasn't like open, but like. You could tell in conversations that, like, yeah, well, I'm just trying to get a job in government. Do you buy this defense? And I'm not saying this is mine, but do you buy this one where people say, I support the man's policy, but I don't support who he is as a person? Like, I'm, like I'm, let's say I wanted to vote for Trump because I like what he's doing with the economy and, and blah, blah, blah. But he's also, you know. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I really don't. I mean, like, 
because the executive has a lot of power to like appoint judges, for example, pick potential Supreme Court nominee uh, nominees. So like you may think Joe or Sleepy Joe or Trump or, you know, whatever personally. But what really matter maybe what matters to you is like, you know, is Ginsburg going to retire? That's going to be an open seat on the Supreme Court. It's all, you know, been known as pretty conservative the last you know decade or so. So like they yeah it's like okay I don't care we just got to get somebody in there and justify the means type deal yeah so I that's not crazy to me like I'm not saying I subscribe to it it's kind of like the you know how do evangelicals how do they rally around Trump so much knowing like his right his history it's like well I think they just want somebody who fights for what they sure what they champion sure. whether or not that guy's <laughs> a card carrying evangelical or whatever or if he awkwardly holds a Bible up like this. That doesn't matter as long as he uh, appoints the right people into positions in the cabinet and whatever. See, so, yeah, I don't think I don't think this is that weird. I I don't know if I would come out of the gate with it. The if fact, it comes up, you yeah. gotta tell him. And right? the fact that that this dude is aware, like self aware of how his job is perceived by other people, is a good thing because it means that he's not like so far right wing that he's like unreasonable. You know? Yeah. Like he's. He sounds pretty level-headed. This feels really normal to me. I think yeah, maybe I think growing so up in Austin where I have a bunch of friends who work at the Capitol for di- like parties that they probably don't even support on both sides, and I don't see this as a problem at all. I get where this guy's coming from because it's like he doesn't want to attract like a fanatic who's super into his, his job and like thinks that she's going to be able to meet the president one day. Because she's like so right wing, right. and he also wants—he probably doesn't want that if that's not like his full beliefs. But he also doesn't want people to rule him out because of who he works for. But I don't know. I just think I wouldn't tell white lies till yeah, they're comfortable. I, I think that's a weird thing. But I think people who let politics affect who they date like that, especially if you're like a level-headed moderate person. Those are probably people that are going to be like that their whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people who are that fanatical about politics and um, are that like combative. I don't know. I just think that's not what you want. Or I mean, that's not what I want at least. And so if they're showing their true colors that early on into like a relationship with this guy, like maybe he doesn't want to deal with that later on. Sure. So. I I there are I think there are a lot of people out there that probably can sympathize with this guy a lot, like oh, feel the sure. same that he does. I think if if I was in this guy's position, career wise, and I was asked, like, oh, what do you do for a living? I think I would, I would probably have like a uh, not a script to go off of, but I would I would have a very soft way of like like all right, so here's the deal. Like I would set the tone, like this is what I do. Um, don't think this is like. Every, this is this doesn't define me as a person. Like I don't know. I would just have a a very methodical way of answering this question. Right. That I would have planned out probably because I can see how it could turn people away. Yeah. And not just super right wing people, but also the other way too. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. And this this guy. And I'm, a, I'm not saying he is super right wing. I'm saying he works for the GOP. It sounds like. Yeah. So. That a comes, lot of that comes with an inherent like, this guy's pro Trump. A lot of people who just who work in politics are just competitive, and it's a game to them. Not saying that I don't. I yeah. honestly don't know what his job is, but like, so it's just like get behind a candidate, 
right or you know or a cause and and take it as far as you can take it right. and then go on to the next one like in i mean that might i don't know what that says about them as a person if but he has like, you yeah. know higher higher political aspirations that yeah. this is like a necessary step for him to get there then for sure you have to take that you have to take it all in i mean uh hill, hill dog worked for uh barry goldwater in the 60s so and look at <laughs> you know that's just it's it doesn't define you that's all I'm agreed saying. You know what does define me, Roback? Roback. That hat you're wearing is pretty nice. I don't own that one. We love Roback. They sent this to me when they sent me the um, the Texas one. I think I think it's called the Don't Mess. Yes. The Texas Polo for all that yes. little uh, uh, photo shoot we did on Lake Austin. Yeah, it's yeah. solid. I'm a lo- I love a good white cap. It's I love what looking. Roback does. The polos, man, they have like the the traditional like solid color ones, and they get a little wild with it too. Whatever I you're feeling, one yesterday. whatever you're feeling, they they got you. They they fit so well. It's the uh, you know the stretchy moisture wick material. They're fantastic. We love them. Also, their performance tees. Dave and I go to the gym in them all the time. My favorite thing to work out in. Same. They are so comfortable, fit so well. Love them. Of course, the hats. And uh, they're doing masks too right now. They're doing masks. We wear wearing masks the, yep. pretty much daily as well. So. Ooh, I like that mask a lot. We got a promo code Rosie. Excuse me, Rosie twenty for twenty percent off your order. Rosie twenty. Get you twenty percent off. I recommend go do like the the full tilt. Get a mask, a hat, a polo, and a workout tee. Here's a I little. Think you'll pro, be very happy. Here's a little pro tip. I believe this this code is a one time use. Okay. So if you go to the website, don't buy like just a performance tee, and save twenty percent. Because you, you come back, you got to pay full price. So load up. Load that shopping cart. My uh, my friends back home, my made high the, school they friends. They made that mistake, didn't they? Well, they yes, they did. And then I actually I, I sent them some stuff, and they are now believers in Roback. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all they're playing golf in. Yeah, so. I played golf with my friend one time who was wearing a Roback, and I was like, oh, geez, our, our promo code. He goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> so people that's people are out thing. there. I mean, it, it's, it's catching steam. Yes, they're good people, good listeners. Honestly, they're one awesome. of our, were they like a, one of our first sponsors when they we started very, this? They thing? were very early. They, they were ground they've floor. They've been supporting us. Media. Uh, yeah, big big part of our success so far. So please support them. Yes. Let's do a voicemail, Dave. Malin crew, this isn't a fun question. Just strap in. Uh, today my boss told me I have 30 days to improve my performance or it's going to end with my termination. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm construction management guy, by the way, that called a few weeks ago about how I hate my, uh, my day job. And now I'm in the position where I'm going to be unemployed if either I start liking my day job or I find something else. Does anybody have any advice on where to go from here? I, I just don't know what to do, guys. Thanks. Anything, anything will help. Thanks. Uh, sorry about this. Tough spot. So he hates his job, and he also got a notice that if yeah, he doesn't improve, he's this is kind of your fired. sign that, like, if, I would take this as a sign. Like, it's time for me to move on. Same. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, if you are really stressed and want to keep the job, then improve your performance. But like, why stay at something? And I get it. Like, not everyone has the luxury. Actually, very few people have the luxury of moving on from a current job to like find out what they actually like. But they look, also it's, say it's not an easy time to be unemployed either and right. looking for a job. So take that into account too. But this is your sign that yo, it's time to move on. Yeah. 
Um, don't be stuck doing a job that you don't like just because it's a paycheck if, if you have options. They say nothing lights a fire under your ass like not having a job. Yeah, it's true. It's like not, maybe it's that's not the a kick in the ass feeling. that he needs to yeah. move on. You're probably already looking for something else, but you know, if you don't find something, don't quit. Uh, don't quit until you find something. Because if you got quit, unemployment, yeah, you gotta you gotta have that unemployment. <laughs> that. I was gonna say the same thing. So stick with it until you let, know. The, let them make make that call, so you can uh, exactly. fall, fall back on that that income. Yeah, because uh, that that'll be helpful. Help you bridge that gap until you're uh, employed again. Yeah, this this is your sign, man. I've um, never heard of something like this. I've never heard of like an outright you have up X gone. amount of days ultimatum or you're gone. Like that in that, a construction management, it's not like maybe it's not like he's in sales where he's his numbers right, are Right, right, right. I'm like wondering what how he's even his tracked. jobs are behind schedule or something, I don't know. Yeah. Or he's not meeting budgets or something like that, but um yeah, I haven't heard of this either in that industry. But um this is your sign, man. You got it's time to start start looking elsewhere. Yeah, polish up that cover letter and resume. Yeah, I don't know what your experience looks like, what your resume is, so I don't know like what to tell you to, to get into, like what your interests are, but it's not this. Cuz honestly, if he's if you're getting this ultimatum from your company, um even if you do improve and they keep you, they're going to they're going to watch you under a microscope and the next time you slip up or start to drag, you're gone. Yeah. So this this doesn't bode well for a long-term relationship with this company. I know we talked about, like, let his company decide, but is there any merit of, like, him actually having an open dialogue with his boss, being like, I don't like this job, and that's why I don't try hard at it? The other thing is you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot if you ever have to, like, use these people as a reference. True. And they're like, he didn't give a shit about his work. True. You know? Aren't you not allowed to say stuff like that if re- if someone reaches out to you? I have no idea. I think there might be a law against like trashing former employees to right. potential new employers. I mean, you you can. You I can. mean, like barring some kind of a stipulation and like an agreement. I don't know how it goes state to state, but like a lot of places, they just straight up won't do those. They won't do um, what they're are they called? Like, like references. Like, yeah. And a lot of places will say, okay, if you're doing a reference, just you have to stick to performance. Don't get, don't, don't trash the right. person, because you don't want to disparage. You them. can't talk about like personal hygiene, exactly, and stuff like that. exactly. But I mean, um, if performance, if that's the issue that he's facing, yeah, yeah, good. That's a, that's a good point. Sally. I used in my recruiter days, I used to have to do for every candidate you get references. So you have to get two references, and I heard a lot of places wouldn't do them, and then some places they would give you the book on them. And in some places, some places you could tell they were just gassing up this person. Oh. They are giving the real oh, generic, yeah. like, Scott, hard worker. This guy was good. High, highly motivated self-starter. Yeah. Five stars. Words. Subscribe to this person. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, that's a good point, Sally. If you, if you know what you want to jump into right away, that might be a better approach to take. Yeah. I would have a frank conversation with my boss. Yeah. As scary as that is, but be like, this You're is why. You're not happy with me. I'm not, I'm not fulfilled at this job. Right. And that's why. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Let's do the next one, Dave. Hi, guys and girls. I've started seeing someone lately who's great, but has one bad habit that drives me crazy. We live in a metropolitan area that's often busy with cars and scooters. Man walks directly into the street without looking at crosswalk <laughs> signs constantly. <laughs> 
I'll admit I'm a bit more on the cautious side, but I also don't have a death wish. Do I continue to mom arm him or let him get flattened by a semi yours from the safety of the sidewalk? This, this is so weird to me, but there are people like this out I there. I do this. Is he oblivious? My, my, this is my dad. Like, I do he this He doesn't too. do this exact thing, but he's the type that like doesn't. he just doesn't think about stuff and he just does stuff. He's the worst driver I've ever known in my life, my dad. He'll just like switch lanes. Like, dude, there's a car. You got didn't even look. Like, there's a car right there. Stop. I, I am this person. Like, I Will has stopped me so many times just crossing the street. Like, and I, I don't not look, but I'll be like, yeah, that's far enough away. <laughs> Tyler, you're going to get hit. And I think part of it is because the summer that I lived in Spain, like, people, pedestrians have the right of way no matter where the fuck you are. Like, people will just dodge in the middle of the street. And you, you know, I mean, I obviously never drove in Spain, but, like, Pedestrians first, car second. So like, oh yeah, you just learn like I got to cross the street or I'm never gonna get across the street. You have to almost jut out in front of people so they'll stop. All the Vespas scooters in in Europe are terrifying. So I I think after that I'm probably better now. But for a few years after that I would just like straight up cross the street without looking. And there was a couple times where Will was like, "You got to stop because you're gonna die." <laughs> like we've gotten in big fights about it. Cause like I'll Does he just grab your arm like you're a child. I'll cross the street and he'll stay behind and be like, "I'm waiting until it's safe, Sally." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> I mean, and that's probably how this guy feels. Like to me, it's not a deal breaker. I feel like I'm a lot more cautious now. In his defense, is like I've never gotten mm-hmm. hit before. And Correct. Like, yeah, it makes sense. But you could, you know, you're, you're also hit. more likely to get hit than I am. Right. In the future. I mean, she's not wrong. Bad drivers. I've never gotten in a car wreck. Okay. Well. Yeah. It's probably coming. It's it's the stupid argument people make. Like, I'm a better driver when I'm drunk. Oh, are oh you really? Oh, my gosh. That's the dumbest thing You're ever. You're so dumb. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm i a lot better now, but I can see why this guy does this. Because you just kind of are like, okay, people will stop for me. You just, like, think that, even though there's no logic behind it. Right. At all. This is funny. A lot of the reason I've stopped, like, I also... This kills Will. I don't ever use turn signals when I, like, merge lanes, and it, like, Will will get so upset. <laughs> and the book guy. And I'm like, people can figure out that I'm clearly moving into their lane. <laughs> like, he's like, I and I have I have changed because Will gets upset. So if this girl wants to really get I'm upset I'm guilty him, of not always using a blinker. I mean, if, if I'm around cars and need to know that I'm turning or getting over, then yeah. Yeah. If, if it's safe, like, oh, screw it. I'm not... I'm not putting anyone at risk here. I just won't use one. If I'm in the left turn lane, do I really need to have a left turn blinker on? Like, can't people just like <laughs> don't they know figure that out? <laughs> no, I've gotten so much better at this because Will's like, you're someone is not going to be paying attention. Like, Will's the like typical defensive driver where I'm just like, oh okay, everything's fine. So I I get where this girl's coming from because I am exactly like her boyfriend probably. So you, I think. Does she continue to mom arm him? I think so. I think you've just got to do it enough times to drill it into him. I mean, yeah, don't let the guy get hit. Because I, th- that's what happened to me. Like Will has just like anything like me crossing without looking or me not using a turn signal. It's just constant to the point where I, he's broken me down. And it's I'm not I don't resent him for it. That's probably the right call, you know. Yeah, he cares about you. Yeah. He doesn't want you to get flattened by a semi. Yeah, we Come don't on. either. Yeah, neither do we. You're a vital part of this. Well, 
you're rarely with me when I'm crossing the street, but I'll remember that next time. Just okay. think about us next time you do. Yeah. Okay. Think about all the people who'd be upset if something happened to you. Okay. How about that? All right, we have one more. It's a voicemail, and here it is. What's up, Mailing Squad? Got a quick question. So my buddy, uh, he gets real defensive if he misses birthday, which is totally fine. It's very understandable. Uh, except he has purposely removed it from Facebook. Uh, and will get really butthurt about uh, not not people not remembering his birthday. Um, and we've kind of told him, like, hey, man, like, we've got it, you know, close friends. we got it in our phones. But, uh, you know, you can't get super mad at people for not remembering your birthday when Facebook is the way that 90% of people remember folks' birthdays. Uh, am, I, am I crazy here or am I being a bad friend? Uh, I'll hang up, chub, and listen. What a freaking baby! This this <laughs> what a stupid. baby! Bef- before I get into this, I I I am really bad with birthdays, so take that takes with a grain of salt. Like I I remember my immediate family, um, and like my exes. Those are the only people that you should remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Dave's. I don't know Will's. I don't know yours. I, I, don't I have know no else. idea what either of your birthday. Uh, I know that Dave's is in July. July twenty first. I get that right. Did you ever? I was going to hit the bang button. Hit the bang button. I don't know which one the bang button is. (laughs) Okay, there you go. (laughs) I actually only know Dave and Alyssa's because Alyssa's is the day before me. I think I do know Will's. Is it January 2nd? That's correct. Okay, I do know that. I I think I knew Will's. Alyssa's is two weeks before mine. Okay. That's the only reason I remember Dave's. October October 23rd, yeah. I would have literally never guessed that. And I know my best friends. He's just passed, the 25th of August. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm bad with birthdays. I just don't think about them. I don't think they're that important. Once you're like past the age of ten, I don't think they're that important. Yeah. You know. Um, I stopped. I got over this a long time ago. So if this guy was my friend, he would be mad at me once a year, every year for the rest of his life because I would never remember his birthday. But I don't. To, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say at this point in my life, I remember if you post something to social media, I'm like, oh shit, it's their birthday. But honestly, I'm proud of myself. If I get like within a week. Of their birthday and send a text. <laughs> yeah. Like the best I can do is seeing that it was your birthday and then send you a belated text. Yeah. Because how are we supposed to remember? The only reason people know these days is because, because other of people are talking about it on on social media. or fa- I'm, not, I'm not even on Facebook anymore, right. so I don't even see your birthday on Facebook. But that's how people know. Right. Because they get a notification. Oh, today's Dylan's birthday. Exactly. Happy Randy, birthday, thank dickhead. Thank you, Randy, for notice, notifying everyone of mine. Yeah, yeah, I would never have known. That's yeah, the I thing. Noticed. Like, you, this guy's got to give that up. <laughs> yeah, that, he's a, he's a, he's being a baby. The only people that I think at this point you can get offended if they don't say something to you on your birthday is exactly what you said: your immediate family, your significant other, mm-hmm. and maybe your best friends. But even yeah. then, like, you got to cut them some slack. They have shit going on in their lives. Yeah. We can't remember every person's birthday. Like it, at this point, if people text me on my birthday, I'm even shocked. I'm like, thanks. That's great. This guy strikes me as the type who starts celebrating his birthday that's like the 24th of September on September 1st. Like, oh, yeah. it's my birthday month. And we're all going to, like, no. You get one day like the rest of us. We're not doing this, like, four-week celebration thing. It's not happening. You can't get mad about people forgetting, but then you also, can, even more so, cannot get mad if you delete any evidence oh, of it. Oh, yeah. And then expect it's people just like, to just. You should know. No. You should have this down in your calendar, and you need to look at it. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. This is so lame. I I hate this, this guy. This guy's a, a baby. This guy sucks. Uh, baby. <laughs> sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement on this one. I mean, this is embarrassing <laughs> for that guy. Like It is. Grow up, man. 
like, not, you're at, not turning 12. You're after not, 21, literally no one gives a shit about your birthday. No one. No one. Actually, so yeah. you got to move past Actually, it. I, I wish my birthday wouldn't 30s. happen for a while. Yeah. 30 is big. 40 is a big one. Milestone 30, birthdays. Like at 30, you're totally, it's totally acceptable for you to throw your own birthday party and like sure. send out texts. This is the thing that like my friends and I have dealt with the past few years, especially like when 30 happened. We were like, listen, there's too many like, okay, it's. It's Tiffany's birthday. I don't have a friend named Tiffany, so that's, you know. Um, we need to, like, plan something for her and blah, blah. Oh. And then someone's got to text Tiffany and ask. I'm like, guess what? Tiffany, you need to plan your own damn birthday party. There's too many of you. We're all yeah. going to plan it ourselves. And it's the types who put pressure on you to, like, make you even make you want to wish them happy birthday even less. Right. Like, if you're, like, a big birthday person, you make a big deal out of it, and you, like, expect people to give you gifts and plan things for you. It makes me like want to get involved even less in your celebration. Like, uh, I'm not into it. Do you feel like since having Parks, you've been way less into your own birthday and obviously way more into yeah, his? Yeah, I don't give a shit about my birthday. Same. It's nice to get like happy birthday wishes from people. Like it, it right. brings me happiness or whatever, but I, I don't give a shit. I, I, I don't want to have a birthday. I'm getting One old thing enough. I also always thought was weird is like, why are people congratulating, not congratulating me, but like making a big deal of me? Like, shouldn't we be like, Saying hi, giving high fives to my mom who like did all the work. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is on like, her. I'm like, oh, cool. I, yeah, stayed alive another year. Like, and I don't get me wrong, I love a birthday. Like, I love yeah. my own birthday getting presents. And you know, really, Will is responsible for about 90% of that. That all yeah. falls on him. But when you're an adult, these things yeah. just do not the matter. acknowledgement feels good. Like, it does right. when people are like, oh, you remembered my birthday. That's a good feeling. But it's not a big deal, people. Just calm down. No one's doing it on purpose. Yeah. No one's intentionally like not thinking about you on your special day. It's just they just it just didn't come to mind. They're That's they're all. just moving on with their lives. And you're not in the book anymore, so you're, yeah. That this guy's oh, I hate what him. a baby. One time for Sally remembering my birthday. Found it. Good job. I can't believe I remembered it. I had no idea yours is in October, Dylan. Sorry. I know it's coming. Randy, up. when's your birthday? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's about to be 3-7. I do know. Parks is in February, right? Yeah, the 19th. Okay. 2015. Best day ever. You know what I'm saying, Dave? Yeah. Yep. I remember it. Unless there's a bonus question here. We're finished, folks. I do not have a bonus That's question. That's okay. I think that was a, a jam-packed epi. It I was. feel good about it. That was good. About Y'all place, fun? About to place a food order. Yeah. You're going to go to shortstop? You get Sustainable there. salmon, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shortstop is just, I can't. <laughs> That's a weekend thing. Yeah. All right. The hotline number is 888-362-6245. You can also write in at the link in the Twitter bio. All topics are on the table. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Hey. I did have fun, by the way. Thank you, Dave. So did I. Bye.